If you're looking for happy, happy, joy, joy Monday and why the sky isn't falling and why the sun will shine again, then you need to find another show. If you want to be pissed off for the next hour like I am, then you've definitely found the right place. Coming up next on Datitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where are you at, New Orleans? And hello to all of my friends who are using the filth floor and filth filter today to make sure they don't say potty words around their coworkers and friends and whatever else. That's right. I always tell it the way I think it is, Phil Anselmo. Well, you ain't going to like the way that I think it is today. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Bikini the Advocate and bet.nola.com. And this is Datitude, episode number 95 for a September the 26th, 2022. And I sit here talking to you as the boys are, I guess, flying across the pond to go get their ass kicked by the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, really? Is there any other outcome that is possible? The way this team has played for 11 of 12 quarters? What are the other outcomes that could happen? Have you seen... What Justin Jefferson has done to opposing defenses, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, I mean, Dalvin Cook's hurt now, so we don't know if he's going to play next week as I record this, but they still have a running back in Alexander Madison that I'm sure will run all over this defense. Who will we fumble to next week? Who will the line not be able to stop next week? Because social media, you know, wants to blame it on Jameis Winston. And I'm going to get to that in my dime in just a moment. But we are going to hear from little clips from um, some of the players in Dennis Allen. And, and I, I mean, what can they say? I mean, is this going to be a recurring theme? Can we just, like, record these messages that they said yesterday and just play them over and over and over and over and over again all season? I'm the first one to say after week one and after week two, you can't overreact. I don't like overreacting at any point in September. But what else can we think about this team? Three games in, they played 12 quarters. They played one good quarter, really good, against Atlanta. Otherwise, they'd be 0-3. It's a miracle they're not 0-3. They played one okay quarter, maybe two, third and fourth quarter, except for the, and I'm talking about the offense now, two maybe good quarters yesterday, one good quarter, one average quarter, and the rest of them just flat out sucked. There's no, there's no other way to put it. Sucked. That's where this team is right now. So when you're 12 quarters into a season and you can find like one really good quarter 
one good quarter, one average quarter, and nine that sucked, it's hard not to overreact. Zach Ewing's trying to give me grief yesterday because I said season's over. I said it. Look, I'm just going with what I said before the before the game last week. If they don't beat Carolina and they start out one and two with this schedule, if my future bets were in paper, the ones that I have on the Saints, they'd have been ripped up yesterday. I'd have ripped them up and thrown them. I don't. I wouldn't even thrown them in the trash. I'd have gone outside and let the lawnmower run over them. This team's done. They have no heart. They have no soul. We're going to get to that again. We're going to listen to some players, and then we're going to have, well, you know, I've been calling him the common fan, but he's really the pissed off fan. But that's like a lot of us. And I bring on D squared because, you know, he brings some levity to a show that, frankly, how can you find anything to laugh about today if you're a Saints fan? I mean, I'm not talking. I'm talking. I'm not talking about the real world stuff. I'm talking about sport. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this don't mean jack, right? I mean, compared to our real lives, this doesn't mean anything. So let's get that straight right off the bat. But when you're talking about the Saints, I mean, you're going to be down. So is Derry down or back? Maybe so. Because I can tell you, I don't need to do analysis. People usually ask me, "What do you think about next week?" I'm like, I need to go through it. Now. I don't need analysis to know what I'm picking next week. Spoiler alert, I'm picking the Saints to get their ass kicked, okay? If I'm wrong, great. But, and it might even be in my best bets, I don't know. We'll worry about that later. But we are going to hear from, from Dave DeCorbier. We're gonna, again, we're going to hear little clips from, let's see, I have uh, Dennis Allen along with Cam Jordan, Ryan Ramchek, and Jameis Winston. Um, I'm going to try to get to all of them. Obviously, we're going to get to... Jameis Winston and Dennis Allen for sure. We'll see what else fits in the show this morning. But I think it's time to get into my dime. Remember over the course of the past 16 years when this team was winning games, getting to the playoffs on a regular basis, always fans thinking that this was a year they were going to the Super Bowl. They were only right once, but... That's neither here nor there. What was the consistency factor? Well, of course, number nine was back behind center. But what was the real consistency factor? What was the real glue and meld and mesh that brought this team together? It was that guy wearing a visor. Sean Payton. And throughout the years, I've given him grief at times of being a jackweed. Just being a, a, just an arrogant a-hole sometimes. I mean, he, you know, I famously talk about the time that he chastised Catherine Terrell. And he used to get on Cat all the time. And I used to, and I talk about the different other reporters that he would just give grief to if he didn't like a question. And I think Tom will show one day that it wasn't about the reporter, it was just who he is. And I'd give him grief over that. And you know what? What we wouldn't give to have that back right now. Give me some 
you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, go write a blog about it. Look, these players played hard. All, all, the, all the crap that Sean Payton spewed out of his mouth. But the crap that he didn't spew on the sideline and the fire and the you got the wrong cleats on and get off the field and all, everything else that came with Sean Payton. Give me some of that because we don't have it. This team lacks a heartbeat. And it better find it quick because this season is slip sliding away. Oh, it's only week three, Jim Derry. I don't give a damn if it's week three, week 10, or week 16. They play one more damn game like they played on Sunday. And the one before that, and the one for three quarters before that, this season is flat out officially done. I'm not even saying they need to win next week. I'm saying they need to just show the hell up. Because this team is a no-show. Except for one out of 12 quarters. That is unacceptable. The talent that was on the field of the team wearing black and gold compared to the talent on the field that was wearing white and blue and whatever the hell color you want to call that, it's not even close. It's not even close. The Saints have at least twice as much talent as the Carolina Panthers. They had no business losing that game. And you certainly had no business being shut out into the fourth quarter. Unacceptable. Show some fire. Show somebody that you give a damn. Because if you don't give a damn soon, we ain't giving a damn. That's what I see out there. That's what I've seen for three weeks now. So people want to joke about me saying the season's over. Well, prove to me that it isn't. When you prove to me the season's over, okay, maybe I'll change my tune. Where's Sean Payton? What's Dennis Allen saying up there? We need to fix these mistakes. I'm not even sure they were these penalties that were thrown. I'm not even sure all of them were really penalties. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. Let, let's let him speak for himself. You know, and, and, and we did not play well in the first half. Um, the turnover was a big play uh, in the game. Obviously, the two missed field goals um, were big plays in the game. That's 13 points. Um, you know, we get back into the game and, and – uh, you know, give up the explosive pass, miss a tackle, and, and, and the game was, you know, kind of out of hand at that point in time. But, um, look, our guys fought, our, our guys competed. You know, we had some guys go down, some guys step up. Um, but we're going to have to regroup. We're going to have to play better. Can you put your finger on why there were so many offensive penalties? Today? I don't know, don't know for sure. A um, couple of them uh, I'm not sure I agreed with. Um, but, but certainly, certainly that's something that we got to clean up because really we're beating ourselves. We're beating ourselves with penalties. We're beating ourselves turning the football over. Um, and, and that's, that's got to stop. Think? It's got to stop. You think? But I, I don't want to hear that. You, 
the, the dumb fans, the social media geniuses are the ones that are supposed to tell me how bad the refs were. The refs had nothing to do with 22 to 14 yesterday. Nothing at all. Not a, not a damn thing. Zero. I don't want to hear that from my head coach. If it's an egregious call that obviously makes a difference in a game, then you have to talk about it, and I get it. I can count the times on one hand, I think, that Sean Payton talked about a call he didn't like or calls he didn't like as, an, as a group. This is the second time now that I've heard Dennis Allen, the second week in a row that I've heard Dennis Allen say something about, I don't know about certain calls. Our players played hard. The hell they did. What is your definition of playing hard? They slept walk through a half and then decided in the second half, maybe we'll show up a little bit. And then when they finally kind of get back into it, the defense goes AWOL. That's your definition of playing hard? Because if that's your definition of playing hard, this team's going 2-15. and 15. I'm not kidding. If that's your definition of playing hard, 2-15 and 15 is the ceiling for this team. And I don't want to sound like drunk Joe and Aunt Mabel and every other Saints fan out there that's criticizing, every, criticizing this team and blah, 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 blah. Because we're going to get to those jokers in a minute. But I need to hear something different from coaches and players. I need to see that someone gives a damn because I haven't seen it. You make a great play, celebrate. You make a bad play, be pissed off. Show me emotion. Show me heart. Because it was here last year and it's not here now. And if you go across the pond, whatever they call it, and you feel sorry for yourselves again, you're going to get destroyed by a team that I still think is going to compete for an NFC championship this season. That's what's going to happen. So you have a chance this week. You had a chance in week two and you spit the bit. And you got a chance in week four now to go to London and have people around here that like to sleep in on Sunday wake up early so they can watch your lame asses go out there and mope around, better give it some effort because people are going to start turning you off. And it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long at all for a franchise to turn around and go in the wrong direction. I'm not saying that's where we are yet, but I'm, I'm not impressed at all by what I've seen through three games, by this leadership. And let's talk about the crux of what I think yesterday's problem was, because it's not what you social media geniuses probably think. What the hell has Pete Carmichael been doing for the last 16 years? I mean, Seriously. Again, you don't want to overreact after 12 quarters. That's fine. But this offense looks lost. I'm not talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about all 11 of them. Lost. Okay, 10 of them, Chris Olave showed up. 
I, I just don't understand this play calling at all. It's the worst play calling I've seen. You know what? You know what I thought yesterday? I thought I was flashing back to like 2005. Aaron Brooks at quarterback, Jim Haslett back there, or maybe go back to the Ditka days, somewhere around there. Offense was completely lost. Walking out there, snapping the ball with three seconds left on the play clock while you're getting your ass kicked. It's third and 12, you throw a wide receiver screen. It's second and eight. There's no tempo. You're down by two touchdowns. You're running the ball with Kamara up the middle for nothing. What the hell? Who is Pete Carmichael Carl calling plays for the first time in his life? You know, people like to go back and remember the game Sean Payton was kicked, I mean, uh, had to miss last year because of COVID or whatever it was. And the Saints won 9 nothing over Tampa Bay. You know, when you think about that game now, they scored nine points. Carmichael was calling those plays. They scored nine points. It got overshadowed because the, the Saints defense was as great as it was. Nine to nothing. And now three games in, I'm wondering what the hell he's been doing for 16 years. Because this ain't Sean Payton's offense. Don't tell me Jameis Winston can't run it because he can. Lost. They look lost. They, they, the play calling through three games has been atrocious. The only time the play calling throughout 12 quarters has been any good at all is when they're trailing by two touchdowns and they don't have a choice because there's no time left on the clock and they have to run up tempo. There's no tempo and there's no sense of urgency. And how many times do you run into the interior of a line, an A-gap or a B-gap, and realize you can't get through it before you say, you know what, we're going to try something else. We're going to stay out of third and seven. We're going to stop whole, I mean, the offensive line. What the hell's going on there? You lose to Ron Armstead. You didn't lose the rest of them. I mean, they're getting exposed. McCoy holding. I don't know where Cesar Ruiz is. Ramchek is just kind of there. And he was just kind of there in his press conference yesterday, too. Brian, it kind of feels like, uh, like today was like a lot of, like, you guys couldn't get out of your own way. A lot of cases, a lot of... It was, like, um, like yeah, there. shot ourselves in the foot a lot of times. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that you do it too many times, you can't get out of that hole. Um, you know, I know this team is scratch and claw and try to get out of it, um, but it just wasn't enough today, and it was too many mistakes over yeah. today. What's it, when you're in the midst of, like, a stretch like you're in right now, like, you kind of like anything that you got to kind of keep in mind? Yeah, I mean... We have a resilient group here. I know there's there's not anyone who's doubting this team in this locker room. Um, you know, we're going to regroup. We're going to look at what we did and, and what we need to improve on um, and be ready to go next week after the Is there anything that you can, like, put your finger on? Obviously, if you figure out what it was, you wouldn't be doing it. But, like, the, I think through the first three quarters of three games, you had, like, 13 points total on all those three games. So, like, yeah. starting slow is... Yeah, I mean... Can't have slow starts. Yeah. Um, you know we're trying to play catch up in the end. I think 
you know, we got to come out ready to play every single game. Uh, we just haven't done it, so something has to change. No emotion. That's your right tackle. That's your leader on the offensive line. Something's got to change. We still all believe my ass. They don't look like they do. You keep drawing your holding penalties on, and I'm not talking about Ryan Ramchuk himself. I'm talking about the line as a whole. Penalties at the absolute worst times. It continues on and on and on. That's what we've had. And that brings me to Jameis Winston. And there's a reason why. I don't go on social media during Saints games unless I'm told by the people who signed my check that I have to. And thank God yesterday I didn't have to. Because anyone that wants to blame or lay more than, let's say, 15% of the blame of yesterday's loss on Jameis Winston needs to take a long, hard look at what they think about when they watch football. There's one player in the NFL who threw, threw for more yards yesterday than Jameis Winston. Josh Allen, who also lost. But if you ask 20-something, he's the greatest player that's ever played the game. One player in the NFL threw for more yards than Jameis Winston so far in week three. And I doubt seriously that Daniel Jones is going to do it. And I doubt seriously that Cooper Rush is going to do it. So go ahead and mark it. He's thrown from second most yards in the, in the league. Sure, a lot of it was because he had to. But just think about if they would have thrown the ball more when they didn't have to. Oh, he shouldn't be playing if he's hurt. You don't seem to mind that Alvin Kamara's hurt and is playing. I didn't see anyone on social media yesterday saying, Alvin Kamara's hurt, he shouldn't be playing. No, it's more like, oh, he's tough. He's tough. He sucked it up and went out there. Name me one quarterback in the NFL who's playing right now that could have won with the way that this team played yesterday. Name me one. Tom Brady now. Tom Brady would have got smoked. He would have got, he'd have been sacked as many times as that pressure would have been the same as in his face. He, he would have been the same thing. Aaron Rodgers maybe got out of trouble. Mahomes and Josh Allen maybe. But you're talking about a handful of guys. If you're blaming this quarterback on where the Saints are right now at one and two, you need to check yourself. Has nothing to do with Jameis Winston. He played terrible in the Tampa game. There's no other way around it. He was terrible. Probably should have gone Andy Dalton there. But you go with your guy. Your starting quarterback is Jameis Winston. So I think Dennis Allen did the right thing. And it's no point on Sunday that I think the Saints would be better off with Andy Dalton at quarterback. Again, all I hear, text groups, Facebook, at way, way after the game, Twitter, geniuses, 
You're not going to win with this quarterback. How many times do I have to say the same thing over and over and over and over again? Drew Brees is gone, and he's never coming back. Wasn't Jameis Winston that was in his own face about 15, 20 times yesterday? It wasn't Jameis Winston fumbling, running into a line. It wasn't Jameis Winston who was called for holding like six times at inopportune times. It wasn't Jameis Winston who was allowing that guy to streak down the sidelines. Score a touchdown that basically put the game away after you got yourself back into it. There's a lot that Jameis Winston's done wrong through three weeks. But if Andy Dalton were the quarterback of this team from day one to now, they'd probably be 0-3. Maybe 1-2. and Maybe. Yesterday would have gone no differently. Tampa Bay would have probably gone no differently. Because Jameis Winston didn't fumble at the 10-yard line last week in the most crucial point. Yeah, he threw, he threw the interceptions, but that, did, that, that game was over when Mark Ingram fumbled that football. And Mark Ingram manned up and said as much. Dennis Allen said as much. But just as I said, remember it. Remind yourself this, of this. Say it over and over again until you understand and realize what the hell's going on here. Drew Brees is gone, and he's never coming back. Drew Brees is gone, and he's never coming back. But you know what scares the hell out of me? Way more than that is Sean Payton is gone, and he's never coming back. That's what scares me. Sean Payton is gone, and he's never coming back. And that's my dime. It is what it is. I mean, you know, you can blame whoever you want. The quarterback's always the easiest person to blame. But I'll say it again. No one was complaining about Alvin Kamara playing hurt yesterday. In fact, he was lauded for it. No one was complaining in the beginning when Paulson Adebo was trying to give it a go. No, no, he's tough. We, we love toughness. We love when players play hurt and try, but not the quarterback. No, when they lose, if the quarterback is playing hurt and he wins, ooh, he's tough. If the quarterback plays hurt and loses, Oh, he shouldn't have been in the game. Which is it? You hypocritical numbnuts. Figure it out. Heart. There's no, there's no heart. You know, and even the guys that you normally see with heart and taking on that role and grabbing guys. I mean, Cam Joy's not a guy that, that grabs people. But you would think that, you know, I just don't see it. I'm not seeing it. Even what he said yesterday, he got a little bit more fired up than he's been. But I need to see more than this. I mean, anytime you let a running back, what do you end up with, 120-something yards? Second time this year, a running back has had over 100 yards on our defense as an individual. That, that hurts. Um, 
you know, you knew you could affect Baker and do what you wanted there, uh, but Christian can't have the day that he had today. Cam, you guys have been in this situation You have to focus on what we have to do as a, as a mission uh, on defense. We talk about stopping the run. Today was not stopping the run. They average almost four and a half yards or five yards a clip. Um, we start there. We'll work off everything else after that. So it starts with the defense. It starts up front. It starts with me. It starts with Shy Tuttle. It starts with David Onyemata. It starts with Margaret Davenport. It starts with the D-line. Um, man, we've got, we've got our we got to clean up our stuff now. Uh, luckily, it's game three, but because of that, it's game three. Each one of these games is ever more important. I, I just, I don't hear it. I don't, I don't hear what I should hear from, I don't know what I'm, I'm asking for, but you know, it's like anything else in this world. You might not be able to put your finger on it, but that ain't it. That ain't it. I mean, Christian McCaffrey wasn't anything special yesterday. Baker Mayfield stunk. You want to bitch about quarterbacks? Imagine if that guy was your quarterback. You want to go through a list of quarterbacks? Did you watch the game last night? Russell Wilson looks like a shadow of himself. And Denver's defense beat San Francisco. Jimmy G couldn't hit the broadside broad side of a barn. I'm not sure he could hit the broadside of the Superdome. So you can go through all kinds of quarterbacks yesterday. You want to talk about Jameis. Threw for 350 yards. But all you want to complain about is how hurt he is and how terrible he is. 25 of 41 for 353 yards. Oh, but Chris Olave. Yeah, because Chris Olave just, like, willed the ball in his direction, and it was all Chris Olave. It was all Traquan Smith. And now we have to worry about another thing we haven't even talked about half an hour into the show. The health of the running back core that was supposed to be so great. But that'll be Jameis' fault too. In fact, I've already, I mean, I'm not kidding. I had people in the text group that I love dearly. Blaming Jameis Winston for the receivers getting hurt. You got to be effing kidding me. That's where we are. Had Andy Dalton made the same plays, the same passes, played the exact same way, and with the same result, nobody would be blaming Andy Dalton. People love to get them some scapegoats, don't they? It's always one person's fault or that person's fault or they blame the wrong people. Everything in life. Saints are a microcosm of that. That's a whole other podcast, a whole other show. So I'll go back to this before I get to the pissed off fan. They better figure it out real quick. Dennis Allen, stop telling me that we played hard, but we basically played dumb. Because that's what you're basically telling me. And then it was sprinkled in with refs. That's the stupid crap I expect to read on Facebook, not from the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. I don't want to hear another word about an official the rest of the season. Unless it's like obvious that, it, if, that a, one call or a series of calls 
affected the outcome of a game. Because there isn't a thing on the planet that an official had to do with yesterday's loss. Nothing. Were there a couple bad calls? Yeah, I think there were. But I'm not sitting here talking about them because they didn't have anything to do with the game. I don't want to hear the head coach of an NFL team, especially the team that obviously this show focuses on, talk about an official or hint about officials' calls again this season. I also would like an offensive coordinator who can go back and quickly read the Cliff Notes version of the past 16 years. You've been standing on the sideline. You shouldn't have to read the, the Cliff Notes version and figure out what worked for this team because you ain't doing it. Figure out that on third and 12, I know you can't see it because it's only on TV, but imagine where that yellow line would be, where that first down stick would be, and have your quarterback throw it to at least that point or just before to where he can run past it. I know it might be a tough concept, but just imagine the yellow line that we all see on TV and then go a little bit beyond that. If it's second and nine and you just ran up the middle for a yard, probably not a good idea to run up the middle again. That's not what I would call creative. And I'm no offensive mastermind. I'm just a sports writer, podcast host, and an occasional play-by-play announcer. And I can see that. You should be able to see it too. I don't know. Stop blaming the quarterback and let's, let's figure out what's going on. Because if next week looks like this way, again, I'm not saying you have to win. But let's see some emotion. Let's see some heart. Let's hear what the pissed off fan thinks because this should be fun, right? I think it will be. All aboard. All aboard the Taysom train. Conductor Dave is on the Taysom train. Where my life has become now is I'm bringing on the pissed off fan to talk me off the ledge. How does that work? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think this is going to work. We're just going to have to go ahead and make a pact and, you know, put, seal it with blood because I, I think we're both going down today, man. It's just, it's just, it's just going to happen. I mean, I've already gone down. I mean, my monologue, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. There might be like two people listen still. And they're all masochists. <laughs> I mean, uh, so well, if they're Saints they fans, left. that's a given. Saints fans are just innately masochistic. We watch these games, don't we? I mean, there's clearly something wrong with us. And, uh, Who the hell's going to get up at eight thirty in the morning next Sunday? I will, because I'm a dumbass. But that, that's besides the point. I mean, you know, what, what, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. Maybe know. I'll wake up at halftime and it'll be seventeen to three. Well, my my, my silver lining is that when I, when I wake up, I'll watch it, and then once it's done, God knows what'll happen there. But once it's done, I'll have the rest of the day to myself. So either I'll be happy for the rest of the day, or I'll be miserable and moping around the house for the rest of the day. So I wish we had a night game instead. Dang it, Dave DeCorbier here on Datitude on this just lovely, beautiful, hot. Nasty Monday morning. How's that for oxymorons? 
Well, it's going to be nicer later on in the week. Not that anybody cares, but God, I'm oh, here. I, I hate the Saints, man. I, I hate the Saints. I'm just, I'm so disgusted right now. Oh, I hate this team. God, All right, well, tell me you're not like the other idiots on social media. Probably and not. This, and blaming this on Jameis Winston. No, God, no. Uh, look, I mean, he had two picks, and they were at the end of the game. Well, well the, the pick at the end of the game was a Hail Mary. What do you expect? But and, and the tip ball, that's not on him. The same damn O-line is the one that got the uh, the, the the field goal blocked. I mean, th- this O-line is, is hot garbage. I mean, Cesar Ruiz, Eric, uh, yeah. McCoy, like – First round draft pick. What the hell are they? Who are you people? Oh, well, and, and then you got Peyton Turner on the other side, the other for another first round draft pick. Oh, I man. mean, what's he doing? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, they're, they're all doing nothing. Uh, finally, Olave decides to show up. Yay. But I mean, what good is that? We had Olave and Marquez Callaway were our only healthy freaking receivers at the end of the game. Sweet jumping Jehoshaphats. Maybe uh, maybe crumpets will be like some... Dude, if, meta, if they go there and medicine. they're having fun, if I see one freaking Saints player having fun in London, <laughs> I'm going to get on a plane and go kick their ass. No fun. Win a damn game, then you're going to have fun. Oh. Yeah, well, you you lead into what I'm talking about this morning. I, you know, I, I, I don't see any emotion from this team. Where's the heart and soul of this team? Where does it come from? Uh, look, I, you know, and, and, and this is the crazy part. You know, we, we've talked about it during the offseason and then, you know, during last season, too. Like, this team is full of leaders, full of leaders, all right. these guys. I think we're, now we just got too many Chiefs and not enough Indians. I don't know what's going on. Nobody wants to take front and center. And if I hear Jameis say, shoot myself in the foot one more time, I'm going to get on a plane and shoot him in the foot. I mean, he said it like eight times during the press conference yesterday, shoot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, that's what you did, but stop repeating it. I, I mean... Well, Dude, there's no leadership, know. though. There's no lead. Oh, don't start Michigan. me on Tyran Matthew. Come on, bro. And, oh, and Jarvis wow. Landry. I mean, come on. And, and I think that weird-ass uh, touchdown throw, like, that was just Jameis and Jarvis not being on the same page. I mean, but I, I don't know who's that to blame for that. But at that point. I don't think any of them are on the same page. No, they're, they're all reading a different page in the textbook. And it's all like, hey, what page are we on? It's just like like at Brother Martin. Everybody's looking around going, do you know what page we're on? I don't know. No, what page you're on. on 27. I was on 63. <laughs> right, right. What chapter is it again, coach? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you want me to throw that, dude? But I mean, the, the, the leadership, where's the leadership? I mean, you know, we saw Cam yesterday take the podium and he was just like, uh, what did, it's what like it was last yesterday. week. He was, he got snarky. He goes, no, I'll let you guys decide if, if Jameis is, isn't good enough. You know, it's yeah. just like, just shut up. Just, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, no, no phase of the game was good yesterday. None. Special teams, hot garbage. Offense, hot garbage. Defense, hot garbage. I mean. Have you looked at the stats? <laughs> that, that's the thing that like really gets my goat. Uh, have you looked at the stats? Yeah, yeah. Which which stats in particular? Well, I mean, do we they lose by tw- they lose by eight, and they really lost by. I mean, it felt like they lost by seventeen, right? And that that whole first half was just well. Just here's the stats: four hundred twenty six yards for the Saints, two ninety three for Carolina, and one of them was what a seventy yard touchdown bomb. Yeah, that yeah, right. So, well, no, that was I mean, just, that was just whiffed tackles, two whiffed tackles. So you take out the you take out the bomb. And we really doubled them up in yards and got our ass kicked. How does that happen? Only the Saints can do that. Only the Saints can do that. I, I just nobody else, just the Saints. I don't know where in the NFL threw for more yards. Jameis Winston yesterday. Wait, who did? 
One one other player. There's only one player in the NFL. Of course, he lost too. But if you ask twenty somethings, Josh Allen's the greatest quarterback that that has ever walked. The <laughs> so that's a whole different story. But uh. one, Josh Allen is the only quarterback in the NFL this whole week so far, and I doubt that Daniel Jones or Cooper Rush is going to throw for more than Jameis Winston. So Jameis Winston most likely is going to end up as the second leading passer of the week, Ugh. and the Saints lose by by eight, and it felt like they lost by seventeen or eighteen. You know, I, I, don't, I, I just don't understand. I, I will say this. I don't know what, what's up with Jameis's eyes, though, dude. Like, I, I couldn't. If you put a gun to my head and asked me to tell you what color his eyes were, I couldn't. Because all you ever see are the whites of his eyes. Like, I mean, it's like saucers in his head, man. Like, like it, it's uh, and it's not panic. It's not. But it looks like panic. I mean, it's weird, though. Have you seen him? He's just, his eyes are just, like, huge, and they're scared of the well, some, field. Well, some guys, their eyes get wide when they see the guy they want to throw to. I think that's oh. <laughs> That's called tipping your hand. That's a, that's, oh. a, that's an interception waiting to happen right there. In other words, I want to play him in poker. Ooh, aces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, okay, I fold. I, yeah, look, I don't know. I don't even know how the hell this this team gets back on track. I, I mean, you know, even big nuts Lutz, you know, missed a forty eight yard field goal. You know, uh, uh, didn't he miss two field goals? Well, no, that that first one was blocked. Yeah, I, that's the O line. That's the O line's fault. Okay. You know, I mean, it was only what a twenty five, thirty five yard chip shot sort of things. But but the guy came out uh, on the edge unblocked. I mean, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah. As much as I want to blame everybody, there are you, you can't be completely, you know, focused on one or two players at, with with your anger with the Saints this week because it goes to everybody. Dennis Allen, just just everybody. Well, Carmichael. All right. Carmichael, because that you you touched on the theme of my show. Oh, okay. I, I think I, I we tripped we, over it more like I'd come in. No, and you tripped blind. over. Yeah, we did. We did not <laughs> speak before. We, in fact, we didn't even text yesterday. I think we were both so pissed off. I, I was. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even bother. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, right. Um, Pete Carmichael <clears throat> is in way over his head. I mean, yeah, like he's he can't even see the, the sun shining on the top of the water, and it's ninety degrees outside, <laughs> and he's so far down, all he can see is SpongeBob. <laughs> Patrick Starr. Hey, and, and, I, got, and he, I got your playbook, Coach. Here you he go, needs Coach. Patrick and SpongeBob to help him to the top before he like goes into the abyss. Uh, I mean, is uh, it just me? No, man. I mean, uh, it's 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 you. I, I guess now we really, really realize what we've lost to Peyton. I mean, you know, like you think? I, I think we all had it on autopilot, where it's just like. Well, look, we we got the same regime basically. You know, Coach Payton's gone, but we got the same, you know, setup. We got the yeah, no, we same don't. working bones and order. No, we don't. Yeah, no, right? No, this is this is. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, I saw people kind of blasting. You know, this is coaching, et cetera, et cetera, with some of the penalties. No, that's stupid bonehead plays. I mean, look, it goes back to what I was saying about leaders. None of these guys are all veterans that were getting some of these penalties. There's a few sprinkling of, of rookies, but that's not coaching. That's just stupid ass plays, man. We have I mean, a worse record than the Chicago Bears and the Jacksonville Jaguars. How the hell does that happen? <laughs> oh, I mean, God. I have no idea, but it did. We Man, have the same record Mondays. as the Jesus. as the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers. Um, let's see. Let's go down the list. And that I mean, bum Baker Mayfield made made that bum oh, look good terrible. with his little old man shirt. After no, the we game. didn't make him look good. He still looked terrible. No, he did look pretty damn. They're bad, Bill. 
They, they that's, that makes it even worse. That, that is that's a bad yeah. football team. The it defense is. is okay. But, yeah. I mean, they gave up 426 yards, so they're not that good. <laughs> right. So. I mean, you know, and our defense ain't bad. I mean, we held that, that one big big play that everybody whiffed on. I mean, you know, that's you know, you that see, used to be the bane of our existence. Nah, people want to say the defense played okay. They, they played okay when nothing was going on. When it, when it came <laughs> right. down to crunch time, they played like crap. I mean, they, really. I mean, the Saints, okay, get back in it, and you give up a bomb. Yeah. And then you can't stop them when you need to stop them in the fourth quarter as well. I mean, they didn't play it good. I mean, I don't, nobody played well. No, I don't know. I, so how do you, before we let you go, because we, I mean, how do how do we fix this? I mean, how, how do they go to London? Right? What, what's that plane ride? What's that plane ride to London like? You know, it's going to be awful. I would assume. I, I I think now that they don't get to go home and run away and hide, they got to get on a plane. They got to go to their hotel rooms. They're going to be with the team, looking each other in the face all maybe week long. Maybe that's a good thing. I I think it might be. I think maybe they can see. And you know, we always say, "Don't eat the cheese." You know, the players like, "Oh, I never look at the headlines." Well, you know what? Maybe look at the freaking headlines because all of you need to look at the headlines and exactly. realize the whole team. Stinks, and there's no reason for it. This whole it looks great on paper. All these things we we have all the the intangibles that other teams would kill for. The leadership, the, 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 the you know what salt. you can do with that paper? Uh, God, I know, right? <laughs> Take we that stunk. paper. We just stunk. We stunk. Uh, but well, no, I look. I think. This might actually be good for them. Uh, but if this doesn't work, I'm done. I mean, I don't see how they come back. I don't know if it's just everybody wants to do their own thing. They're all working on it. Or if it's just, I mean, the O-line. Yeah, but the combination of no protection and bad decision-making by Jameis Other than that. kills us, you know? And, I mean, there, there's so many things wrong. So maybe them being together as a team for a week. And if I, like I said before, if I see one Gosh darn Saints player having fun. I'm going to lose my stuff, bro. Lose my stuff. All right. Well, just don't fly to London. And if you do, get me a crumpet. <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio and all that, mate. <laughs> That'll be going on all damn week. <laughs> all right. The, the worst British accents <laughs> on the planet. Let, let them start now because, I'm, you know, I'm not aggravated enough. Please bring on the hip, <laughs> right. hip cheerio crap. Oh, I mean, God. you know. That, that's I, I, I don't know how we fix this, Jim. I really don't. I, I, I mean, you have all the intangibles, all the things that people would want, the leadership, the, 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 the veterans that are on this squad. And for some they reason, have no it's heart, not man. Uh, you know what? That's probably what it is. You know, uh, I mean, they, they left their heart in, in, I don't know, maybe they left in San Francisco. You know, as, as from the great movie Major League, you have no marbles. Exactly. No marbles. That's exactly what it is. There's no marbles. No marbles, no marbles on the damn team. <laughs> That's what they need to work on. Go find a damn marbles. F- maybe find, find Joe Boo. Anyone. Joe Boo. Get, get on the team, Joe Boo. All right. Well, look, tell the good people of New Orleans where they can find you. Uh, well, I'm all over the place. The Weekend Geek Facebook page, but also follow us on Twitter at Twig Radio. I'm at Producer D2. The Instagram's The Weekend D- Week in Geek, and then uh, the D League D Squared on Instagram. And look, uh, we're, we're we're spoiling a whole bunch of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai has been the greatest thing that's ever happened to to an '80s child. I mean, th- this show is just beyond phenomenal. And then Star Wars put out this Andor series, which. Jim, I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan or not, but that the first three episodes of Andor, 
Like I, it, it was. I am. I am not, but I do. Game. Yeah, I'm it, not, but I, 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 so I did slow. get into the Manchurian kind of. Uh, <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian, Manchurian <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Whatever. You knew what I meant. Yes. That's that's good old Western type stuff. That's great. That's like, like the old lone gunslinger. But Andor is a slow burn. I hope it gets better. But we spoil all that stuff. And then uh, we talked to some lady who wrote a Star Trek cookbook. It, it, it gets weird on the show sometimes. But hey, I might, I might, I'm working on getting the shot. I might be getting William. Oh no, 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 no! Fingers crossed, man. There was only six slots available, but I put in for one, and they like me over there. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well, now that I said it out loud, you shot yourself. Let me know. (laughs) We'll do. I'll let everybody know on the radio. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. I'm just proud. I made it through 14 and a half minutes without saying a really bad word. Good job. Way to go, Jim. See, you can be taught. I'm. I see. I am turning the corner. If I can do it, the Saints can too. We'll talk to you next week. Later. <laughs> oh, that didn't make me feel better. I thought it would. It was a little bit of comic relief. It didn't really make me feel better. You know, I didn't get to uh, Jameis Winston's comments, but I don't think I really need to. I think what I said about him for him stands for itself. And again, I'm going to say this again, if you're still listening, because a lot of you probably tuned off when I started defending Jameis. But um, if you're blaming Jameis Winston, you got issues. I mean, they're not one and two because of Jameis Winston. They're one and two because they left their heart somewhere at, at training camp, in the locker room at the end of last season. I mean, think about it. The only reason why this team was 9-8 and eight last year, they had no business being 9-8. and eight. That was like a 6-11 and 11 football team. They were 9-8 and because of heart. They were 9-8 and because of desire. And they were 9-8 and eight because of a really damn good defense. They don't have any of those things this year. None of them. What's the common denom- denominator? Yep, he's gone. He ain't never coming back. I'm not saying Dennis Allen needs to be Sean Payton. Dennis Allen needs to be Dennis Allen. I'm not ready to get rid of Dennis Allen. I mean, it's three games in. I'm never going to be ready to get rid of a head coach after three games. Now, the offensive coordinator, that might be a different story. I'm willing to, I'm willing to open up and, and see what's going on there, but I like Dennis Allen. I think Dennis Allen has the potential to be a good head coach. I think he needs to figure out how to change from coordinator to head coach. I think he needs to figure out how to go to his offensive coordinator and say, don't run that again, pick up the pace, or do whatever. He's probably not. I don't, I'm not on the sideline. I'm not in the headset. So maybe he's do, he is doing that, and I don't know. But it's not showing if he is. That's what I want a head coach to do. Stop blaming the refs and go kick your offensive coordinator in the ass when he needs it. And your players, too, as a matter of fact. Make them believe in themselves because they don't look like they believe in themselves right now. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they fly across the pond and give the Vikings everything they got. Win or lose, I just need to see a different team. Again, I could, I could feel good about this team even in a loss. 
but not playing like that. Show somebody somewhere that you give a damn. That's all we're asking. Going to wrap it up. Uh, Now that I've made you feel so good about yourselves for the last 52 minutes, how are we going to wrap it up today? What's the song of the day going to be today? Well, there's only one song to think of. I mean, it came right into my head. Because this team is as cold as ice. I'm not dumping them in the freezer just yet. I'm not cutting them into little pieces and putting them in the freezer just yet. But they're as cold as ice. And look, they're going to England, so, I mean, foreigner on a Monday morning? Got to have a little humor, right? All right. Well, we will do this one way or another. We are going to have Uncle Big Nick here on Thursday as we delve into, dive into, however you want to talk it, our NFL in college picks. I'll be all NFL, I'll tell you that. My overall, my record stinks, but my best bets are blowing it out of the water. I mean, I have been on fire with my best bets. It's the rest of my picks that stink. It's a good thing I'm not betting on them because uh, we'd be losing some serious money. But we were going to have our picks on Thursday and then dunk live from London. It'll be Friday afternoon where he is, where we are to be 9.15 in the morning. That's coming Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. And look, don't let this linger the rest of the week. We're going to get it out of our system today, and then we're going to let this go. Right? And then next week, we'll do next week, next week. Wake up early on Sunday morning, and you'll forget that last Sunday ever happened, that they find the, the Saints find a way to beat the Minnesota Vikings, right? Eh, maybe not. But we will, regardless, we'll see you on Thursday. We'll see you on Friday. Have a great week, boys and girls. Peace and love, my friends. Peace and love.